This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at cattle for Thursday, February 15th. Well, cattle futures yesterday, we're starting to see some increasing pressure. Uh, we saw the live cattle settle down $1.10 on the April, but that was $1.20 off of its low. And feeders were down over $4 at one point, but they settled down $1.77 on the March, but that was still up $2.80 uh, over the low. So we did see some buying step up. We saw the market bounce off of those lows, but it was under pressure pretty much throughout the day. Even though corn was lower, wheat was lower, that didn't seem to help the cattle space. I think there's just increasing concern about consumer demand and the the inflation that doesn't seem to want to go away and concerns about you know, the stock market maybe going into more of a correction. It's just enough nervousness to kind of take the edge off of this upward trajectory. You know, fundamentally and in long term, you could easily make the case that the market's in a a very strong bull market. But we've had a big run to the upside. Market's getting very overbought. And funds getting a little skittish. They got caught on the wrong side here last fall. They don't want to get caught on the wrong side again. So I think a little more quick to exit some of these longs than before. But the cash markets are holding together pretty well. Uh, We saw some cash trade develop yesterday at around 180 on the Fed trade. That was down one from the previous week. Dressed at 286 was also down one. Box beef values were mixed. The choice was up 173 at 294. Select down 128 at 284. The spread gained at 301. We're sitting at 998. Movement was a pretty light 99 loads. So Wednesday, Thursday, usually are your biggest volume days for box beef. And we didn't even break 100 yesterday. So that's a pretty big red flag. Something's going on. You know, your slaughter rates are not dropping that much that you would have that big of a drop in box beef trade. So that's a concern and could help explain kind of the, the stalling out of the futures market. Slaughter rate yesterday, 123,000 head. That was 2,000 less than the day before and slightly below the average, but still not enough to justify that big of a drop in box beef volume. For the week, the slaughter rate is at 363,000 head. That's down 13,000 from a week ago, and it's down 9,000 from a year ago. The feeder cattle auctions for Tuesday, pretty light numbers, just under 3,000 head traded at an average price of 245.04. The seven-day average was down 21 cents at 246.66. So we're pretty much in line with where the front month marches. We're just about a dollar difference from the cash auction. So we don't look for that to be a big mover or or a push for the futures market. We did get some import export numbers the other day. Uh, The final numbers for 2023 for beef, we saw imports up 10%. Exports were down 14%. And of course, these exports are pretty much a function of we just don't have as much supply. And our prices have gone up significantly over a year ago. So, of course, we're going to see more uh, competition in the export market. So beef imports were up 337 million pounds. Exports were down 500 million pounds. Most of the imports came from, uh, the increase in imports came from Australia and New Zealand. That was not a big surprise either. We've seen that. They've been in a herd liquidation mode over the last year or so. So typically the U.S. does see 
a notable increase in imports from Australia when they get into those dry cycles. We did see a drop in imports from Brazil and Mexico, but Brazil is still a big uh, component of our import numbers. We're just maxing out at our tariff rates. So the country we import the most from is Canada, and Mexico comes in second place. As far as our exports, uh, South Korea has taken over Japan. South Korea is number one, Japan's number two, China is number three. And that could be a little misleading as well. China had a huge increase in, in imports of beef last year as they were rebuilding their hog herd. Well, that has been done. In fact, now they have too much pork that they don't know what to do with. And they've become a much smaller buyer of U.S. beef. So we don't expect to see them to be a major beef customer for 2024 that we saw in 2023. So moving forward, uh, it's nice to see that the buyers did step up on the break yesterday, but my guess is you're probably going to get a little more extended of a sell-off here, at least take some time for the market to move sideways to probably slightly lower as uh, we get out of this overbought situation. But the longer-term trajectory still is higher, and you know we've got good moisture conditions in the southern central plains, at least from a subsoil perspective. It's been dry, and it's going to get fairly warm down there, so we could see some stress start to develop as far as topsoil, but we should have pretty decent pasture conditions at least to get the season started. And my guess is that's going to stoke demand for these lighter weight calves in particular. They're already red hot, but I think the demand's going to continue to be there until we get into April, most likely. Unless something else happens, if the rug comes out from under the stock market, that definitely would have an impact on the entire beef space. The likelihood that interest rates are going to drop almost is just off the table anymore, at least for the first half of the year. So that could put the brakes on expansion plans or, you know, looking to buy more calves. It's just the interest rates were a big reason why we didn't see that expansion going on last year. And that is still the case for this year. So that could be a component as well. But I think in the short term, we're probably going to get a little bit more of a correction to get us out of that overbought situation before we resume that upward momentum. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.